I'm gonna grab a coffee and a sweater. It's uh, sweater weather. Oh, I'm like, why aren't you looking at me? You can't Maybe because my video's off. Yeah, hey girl, sweater weather. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Series 14, Episode 2, when we talk about grateful, what we're grateful for. Joining me today at the table is Rachel Flanagan. Hey, everybody. Kim McIsaac. Hi. Jamie Ramos. Hello. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. And I'm Jennifer Dunn. Hello, ladies. Who would like to start? Who is the most grateful at the table tonight? Rachel Flanagan. You want to start us off? Read the room. (laughs) yeah I can this is our big feeling series so I just wanted to bring that home yeah you know the thing about it is is while we had that short intro I wrote down that I'm grateful and I really kind of am I really am I'm grateful this year as we approach Thanksgiving for clarity I feel like every year around the time that like the holidays come or her birthday comes or a certain like calendar specific thing happens, I can sort of look back and see what has and what hasn't come into focus or what has and hasn't come changed. And while this is a November episode, the day that we are recording is like mid-October. And that's basically because my friends and I are slaying in our (laughs) But today we received a diagnosis for Celie for fetal alcohol syndrome officially. Today we had an IEP meeting and it's sort of one of those things where it's now more clear to me when we're getting pushed around. It's now more clear to me when there's someone that understands. I can see through people's crap in the fourth year of, I guess, third year maybe. Since her first diagnosis, I can like see through so much garbage and I can feel when something's going to last. And I, I just feel like we're hitting a stride, even though things aren't necessarily getting better or the supports aren't getting more stable I feel like I feel capable and I I'm so grateful for the clarity in that I also learned this year that I have got to accept help in new and different ways and I'm redefining relationships because I know what I need and it's Mm -hmm. kind of powerful as I reflect back I don't know happy Thanksgiving it's a big (laughs) feelings kind of year Mm-hmm. It is a big feeling here. Uh, what about you, Tabitha? What are you grateful for, my friend? Well, so I had a big life change in June of 2022, two, two, this year. And so I have been reflecting on my life and choices and being back in a place where I grew up and around people who've known me forever. So I've been taking on these pieces of grateful pretty frequently, I would say, um, being out in the wilderness and getting back to things that I lost a little bit. I think things I like to do, seeing live music and, uh, focusing on my kids and stepped away from my career for a little bit, which is all of that lens to looking back over your life and how you landed here, basically. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to like pare back our lifestyle a bit um, and think about all of the gravity of things that we've had to go through in a fast forward speed. So, you know, like in December uh, will be two years since Nora's autism diagnosis. She got diagnosed in December 
and three years in January. And so October to December of every year is kind of like all these markers Mm -hmm. for things, you know, like um, this month is pretty heavy for my family. We lost my nephew on Halloween. So it kind of starts in that this month and then, you know, moves through the holidays. And then we hit our diagnosis um, timeframes for both of our kids. So I've been trying to really like pair into these things, like what's important to me, mm-hmm. what brings me happiness. And even in small moments, because it's hard when you're going through these heavy things, even in a reflective time frame, those markers hit you. What makes you feel good and what people make you feel good and not wasting your energy or time on things that don't. So I feel grateful for this change in that way because I feel more like myself than I have as far as like personality and likes and doing things that are important to me than I have over the past probably 10 years. You know, I just have this opportunity to do that. So I'm really, really grateful for that piece of it. And um, I've just had breathtaking moments, you know, standing in the mountains of Montana. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like that. So bonfires and people popping by my house. <laughs> like I never had that in Arizona. Who pops by a house anymore? <laughs> yeah. Shoot this girl a text, people. <laughs> yeah. Tab, do you mind if I share about your Moroccan experience for just from my view? Oh yes, please. So Tabs and I spoke one day this past week where she had sent a picture prior on our thread where it's like couscous, kebab, veg, everything good and pita or something non yeah non bread and I talked to her that day I go hey I just want to let you know because I'm your friend and I did zoom in on that thank you for posting that but like I noticed you took one big bite of the kebab and we're like hold on this is breathtaking I have to take a photo to send to my friends you (laughs) set it back on the rice or the couscous she's like that's exactly what happened she's like well also though my friend asked if I wanted to stop over for dinner and I did that thing that some people do where I showed up, I ate, and then I left. <laughs> <laughs> this dinner is amazing. I'm going to go home now. I'm done. I love you with all my heart. Thank you for cooking this spectacular Moroccan meal. I'm going home. Home she now. We're grateful. Gotta yeah. go. It was so good. She's amazing, Jeff. But things people have really showed up and taken care of me in this time. And it, I am not good at asking people for help, period. It is not in my skill set. I feel uncomfortable doing it. I always have. I've basically taken care of myself since, who knows, a lifetime. And so people have really just swooped in and not forced me to ask, which is just like a really beautiful thing. It's like, let us just help you. Not the questions of what do you need? Because you in when you're in that space, you never know what you need. You really don't, but, you know, sitting on my back porch and chatting with friends and having people come over and just really people circling. So it's been fantastic in that, in that sense, in a hard, hard, hard year. (laughs) Can I say that one more time? It's been hard as people. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you, friend. You're amazing. Uh, Jamie Ramos, what are you grateful for these days or in general? Um, Not my Wi-Fi right now. It keeps freezing. Let me know if I'm freezing. I am really grateful for the progress my son's made. Like his language Mm -hmm. has exploded this year. It's been amazing in a lot of ways. 
hard in some other ways because it's kind of revealed what is going on in his head and what he actually is uh, retaining and not retaining. But overall, it's been, I mean, great to have, like, I have conversations with my son now and I would have paid a jillion dollars to do that a year ago. And I'm very grateful for that. It all has to be about Mario or something he's very interested in, but I will do, I'm grateful for the school setting my son is in. It was a little rocky at the beginning, but this is the first time I think we're going in consistently to like the same teacher, like a special ed teacher he has other teachers around that are new, but having like consistency for him, because I feel like we've been pushed around, or even if we are at the same center or something, there's different therapists coming in and out. And so that's been really great. Like having a team that actually, I feel knows my son with my family overall, I feel like having my husband home all the time was with 2020 and everyone working remotely now was like rocky at first. And the fact that like, he was just around all the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, or I'm around all the time. He's around. (laughs) But I was just reflecting on this recently, how it's completely changed our family dynamic. And it's been really great. Like my son's getting bigger and it's harder for me to take him places like doctor's appointments and things like that to have my husband around all the time where he can just take a quick break and go do that, go do like a 45 minute appointment and then get back to work. And just always be around to help because there would be times I'd call him crying at work. Like I can't do this. And he's stuck at work. I'm in like at home alone with the kids. And so a lot of really good things in our family dynamic have been amazing. And I've been working on being more present with my family and my kids. I don't know if I've completely accomplished that, but I'm really trying. So overall, yeah, I think I'm just really grateful for where I'm going and where I'm at with my family and that's important to me. I, think. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Kimmy, Kim, what about you, my friend? What are you grateful for these days? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I'm grateful for my children. You know, I have four healthy children and despite disabilities and things like that, they're all healthy, happy, loved. I'm always grateful for that. I'm grateful for my husband. I mean, he's not the perfect husband and we don't have the perfect marriage, but at the end of the day, he's he's a wonderful loving father he takes care of me we drive each other crazy but that's just us those are always the most important things to me everything else I feel like kind of there's things that I'm unhappy about sometimes and there's things I'm happy about and it's ups and downs and I have mental health struggles that plays all into you know negative thinking and all that and that's just kind of like always the way but at the core that's what I'm most grateful for and I'm just grateful for a lot of the small things like I we just had an amazing weekend with Alyssa where um you know we met up with a autism mom and her son over the weekend and somebody I know through you know, the internet, I met her before, but we met up with our children, which is just, I mean, way, 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 way out of my comfort zone to do anything like that. But um, Neil came with me and she did great. She's really hasn't been around a lot of special needs children or even adults outside of obviously in her schooling and programming, there's other special needs, you know, autistic and all different various disabilities at her school. But we don't really know anybody in our real life that has a child with a disability or that has a disability like you know at her level um this other child was like nonverbal and had a speech device so I was very interested to see her reaction which I mean they were sort of indifferent but like didn't (laughs) mind each other at the same time you know but like when we first got there he gave her a hug and you can see like 
she kind of just let him she's like I'll let you hug me (laughs) don't get fresh mister but at the end of the visit he hugged her again and she like kind of hugged him back so it was just really sweet and um she rode a camel which I like oh my god I never thought my husband's going no she's not gonna do it she's not gonna do it like and I'm like okay if she doesn't do it it's fine and I totally thought once it came time to get on the camel that she was going to be like, yeah, this isn't happening. But a huge smile, got on the camel. I mean, was living her best life. It was just amazing. You know, Kim, I don't nothing. mean to cut you off in your flow, but I have to tell you that my own husband, this far from Boston, keeps saying out loud in our house, Alyssa rode a camel. <laughs> he he can't he can't he's like it's but she wrote it around she stayed in the thing like it's all of these things it's incredible she was just glowing you know it was just a beautiful thing and and that's just something that I'm so grateful for I'm just grateful for her joy and her happiness and there's so many struggles having a child who's autistic and nonverbal um and her happiness is just something that I'm I'm so grateful for um you know and then we went like pumpkin picking this weekend and it was probably pushing it doing kind of two big outings in one weekend but we did that and and you could tell that she was like a little bit overwhelmed when we it was super busy and it's like we have this crazy weather here where it's like we had sweatshirts on because it's like cool and it's fall but you get there and it's like it's so hot and the sun's like beaming on you so everyone's (laughs) like ripping off their sweatshirts and then all of a sudden like you're cold an hour later putting them back on so you could tell that she was just kind of overwhelmed she wasn't like really smiling and stuff like that and then she relaxed as the day went and I think like we kind of like went on the hayride and got the pumpkin and she's like yep this is what we're here for (laughs) none of us waiting around she's constantly evolving and learning stuff and still even though she's 26 it's like she's just still making progress and I'm so grateful for that just fills my heart because a lot of the things that she's been doing over the past couple years were things that I just didn't think she would do because I mean, she hadn't done them yet, so that's a pretty good assumption that she wasn't going to do them, and now she's doing a lot of them, and even, like, tonight, my daughter was over, and I said, oh, you know, Alyssa has, obviously doesn't speak a lot, and she also just has a lot of trouble, like, retaining information, retrieving information, especially if she doesn't have a visual, like, I can't, like, explain in words how difficult of a process that is for her. If you show her something, that's totally different, you know, so I said, oh we went to the zoo tell Kiki what you saw and she was able to tell her tiger lion train we went on the train ride she like without me like kind of telling her or showing her she said it in in the leopard you know and it was just really cool that she could like retrieve that stuff it's hard for her like you could see when she does it you can see the amount of concentration it takes her to even pull the words out with no like visual reference you know and she's like understanding like I said what did you ride which she couldn't really say camel but like she smiled once I said it and I said you rode a camel and like she repeated after me that's awesome it's just kind of a little (laughs) thing you know it's hard to like really understand how huge that is for her because that process like it's almost like if you were doing like a really difficult math problem, like in your head, like I suck at math. So unless it's shopping related or money related, like I can't do math. I need like pen and paper or a calculator. But like, if I try to do math in my head, it's like, it's it really, I have to like really concentrate and be like, um, and that's how it is for her. You can see that same face. She has that same face on where she's like, it's like so much like mental effort to like retrieve these things without a visual so it's like the fact that she's doing it is amazing definitely you know, something thanks. to be grateful for and i'm obviously grateful for you ladies yeah <laughs> you know it's it. 
nice having people that I can talk to like about stuff like this to like understand how huge these things are and you know encourage her and celebrate with us so I'm also grateful for that it's awesome and I'm grateful um, to be having Thanksgiving soon and be able to cheat on keto even though technically, <laughs> I, yeah. technically I cheat every week but we won't talk about that <laughs> yeah. well speaking of Thanksgiving we just came off of Thanksgiving the Canadian Thanksgiving was two days ago so I definitely was off the keto. I think my face was in the bowl of mashed potatoes, but you know what? <laughs> we don't need to talk about that right now. I was grateful for that. I am grateful for obviously my daughter, my family, you ladies. I'm grateful for the really little things that a lot of people take for granted. Like I'm grateful. And my daughter's had this growth lately, this enormous independence growth. And I'll look up and she'll be getting a, a, her own glass of water to most people that's not a big deal. I mean, she's 12. That's a huge deal. I'm so grateful for the tiny little things. This is hands down the best holiday we've had. My daughter ate dinner at the table with everyone. She was engaged with people. She wanted to be around everyone. It was just a wonderful holiday. So I was really grateful for that. I mean, she's always there, but she's usually on the couch with her iPad eating her meal, rarely does she actually sit at the table and certainly not when there's a ton of people and it's mm-hmm. loud. So I was really grateful for that. You know, yeah. I'm grateful she's in a great school and she's learning and she's thriving. So I have a lot with her to be grateful for right now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of her. So yeah. So that's, that's kind of it. The little things are huge in our lives. And I think that's what I sometimes struggle with, like people understanding that, like when I write, because I feel like that they'll be like, what is the big deal about that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's mm-hmm. and like you said, her getting a drink, like Alyssa has started, like kind of the pandemic, like really like helped her, I think, because we were all home with her. And it was just a lot of opportunities for like modeling and like just interacting with her. And we were just all around each other and everything was just slowed. Everything slowed down. And there was just a lot of progress and that stuff like that. Like now she makes her own chocolate milk, which like, okay, mm-hmm. she's 25. Is that really so like, but mm-hmm. I feel like people like are like, oh, okay. Like, but like, it is a that's big huge. It's mm-hmm. huge, especially with the, um, you know, some of our kids with initiating things themselves mm-hmm. is really hard because they're so like apt to wait to either be prompted or wait, you know, for us to do it because we've always, you know, it's like you always been doing stuff at Kaya. So it's like, yeah, it's almost like that's what you're used to. That's what she's used to. And now she's like breaking out of that. So that's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I was talking to someone the other day because you guys know this, but our podcast peeps don't. My son lost a tooth and we couldn't find it. It's a second mystery tooth. I don't know where these teeth go, but they're gone. <laughs> in the middle of the night prior to the ferry arrival yeah and so so uh (laughs) we were nick was trying to talk to him about the tooth fairy and all this stuff and about the whole tooth fairy shenanigans and nixon was not into it at all (laughs) and i felt grateful i felt grateful for these unique experiences because that is a weird concept some person's gonna break into your house take Take your tooth in while you're sleeping and leave some money under your pillow that's freaking weird and my son was like no i'm not having any part of that he's but like I, hello dateline the tooth he, trade <laughs> yeah, it's a secret tooth trade no i don't <laughs> want part of that i feel regularly grateful and i think it's interesting hearing you guys with kiddos who are like older and coming into this long span of post-diagnosis 
stage because I find myself feeling grateful for these uncommon characteristics of my kids that make them unique and special and also gives us our own path. Like I, okay, we're not doing the tooth fairy. And someone was asking me if I felt sad about that. And I was like, no, actually, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't have to do this whole. But you know, uh, that could change as well. Kaya had no interest in the yeah, tooth fairy yeah. until probably she was nine, maybe eight. And she would, and it was, she learned shiny coin. She learned that yeah. from Peppa the Pig. There's a tooth fairy yeah. episode with the friggin' side of like, remember, but to put this quarter under yeah, a lot of stress so hopefully <laughs> yeah. you can hold off as long as possible yeah. but he might you know well and it's like Christmas like it took until last year for him to like do Santa and ask Santa for mm -hmm. a gift and all that stuff and if he wants to participate in those things of course yes, you know yes, yes. more power to it but I didn't feel sad which yeah. maybe in the past I would have felt sad I would have been like oh man that's you know like we're not doing these traditional experiences mm -hmm. so I think looking back three years later, my perception of our experiences, I've had growth in myself right. in that amazing. way. Yeah. And That's it's a lot it's, to be grateful for. It, yeah. It's interesting that it doesn't ping me in the same way as it used to in the past, you know, and when you're going through those first stages of like trying to resolve your mind around what you're well, yeah, parenting. Exactly. And you have like these ideas in your head of like what things are going to be like, yeah. because yeah. that's just what you, how you think it's going to be. And then it's not like that. And some of that is like for us, not even for them, you know, sometimes yes. like I have to even still like be like, okay, is this for her or yeah. is this for me? Do I want her to do this for me? Or do I want her to do this for her, have this experience for her? Because some things are just so stressful too. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. You, know I mean? don't you like, feel like once you grab the bag, pack the van, you've started the hurricane. And so then to stop it, it's like, Kimmy, I remember you talking about the dance recital and it's like, at what point do you care about the shirt or does she care about the shirt or going, or can she do it in the gym? Like so many things needed to come into alignment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she, and that was a moment that I really questioned. I'm not sure if I talked about it on the podcast, but obviously if you follow me, you probably know that she participated in, uh, she does dance class and she did a dance recital this year. And um, she got really anxious and upset at the recital because obviously it was in a different place it wasn't at the dance studio it was just a lot there was a lot of transitions and she just got confused and when she, that's a big trigger for her when she gets confused she started to get like distressed so then I was I was getting distressed because I wanted her to do this then I had to take a step back and think like, am I doing this for me? Because I want her to do this as I want her to have this experience or am I doing this for her? Because I want her to have this experience. And once she got with her class, she was fine. She went on stage. She was beaming with the biggest smile. And you know what I mean? And so I, it's like, I was doing it for her, but like, I started to question. It's just hard, mm -hmm. like with her, because she gets stressed out, like in the middle of things because yeah. Oh, she's yeah. anxious she there's things change like even if it's like we're going on a vacation like the whole getting ready and packing talking about it stresses her out when she's there she loves it so it's like the middle stuff is so hard with her that sometimes it's like you know what I mean am I doing this for the right reason like am I putting and her do you something? or do you not push through like yeah exactly when is it yeah. time to quit you know mm -hmm. and yeah 
And my daughter said to me, mom, let's just leave. I mean, I think my daughter was mortified because she was like yelling and stomping and there was like all kinds of people around and it's a recital going on. And it was just, oh, it was just a whole lot of stuff, emotions going on. And I'm just like, but we're here, we're here. Like, let's let her try and, and see what happens. And, and I told them if she doesn't go on stage, she doesn't go on stage, like no worries. And she did and it was great. But it was like, I did have that moment where I was like, am I doing, you know, sometimes I feel like we do things because it's like what's expected or because mm -hmm. it's like we we want them to have this experience but like you know what I mean they don't necessarily always care about what that experience is so it's like mm -hmm. just trying to sometimes like figure out what that is is I feel like is hard and it's not a typical kid who can tell me yes I want this no I don't like the minute she doesn't senses any type of chaos it's no and she shuts down but it doesn't really mean that she doesn't want it like I think she just doesn't want the the unknown is really hard for her. And now it's like, if she pointed to a thing, we have to have like a catalog, an Amazon catalog. And I'm like, you want that? I was like, you want Santa to bring that? And she's like, no, no, no. Like just <laughs> saying Santa makes her think like Christmas tree decorations, like all the changes that, you know, so that she doesn't want, she wants to shut it down, but she likes Christmas and she likes presents. So it's just like- Somewhere between balancing our kids' mental health, the triggers, the variables and- expectations with like decoding on top of that because often it isn't clear you're often making a gamble or taking a gamble or making a guess and along the way it's like how many of these things can I stack up and still get to Santa or whatever the thing is like is she gonna flip the bird at the turkey table what's happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think like holidays over the years I'm a lot more grateful that proper a lot more grateful. Does that flow? I'm not sure if that works. Yes. You know, for so many years, holidays, and they're not always perfect, but you know, mm -hmm. things like she understands Santa now. So she gets yeah. excited for that stuff. We're going to go on a pumpkin hay ride. She'll love that kind of stuff. I am so grateful for those moments because we didn't have them for mm -hmm. so many years. And you know, it's an instinctual thing. Children are supposed to freaking love Christmas. And my yep. kid couldn't handle a tree being up. I mean, it oh, yeah. just rocked her whole world. So yeah. even having that stuff up, and we always joke, because I always, I literally am the least festive person, but I don't know what's happening. I'm buying decorations. <laughs> I know. Move what over, Martha. Over there? Right? <laughs> I'm like, ooh, got to get a tree ready. It's October, you know. So I'm, I am grateful for how far in that department that she's come, you know, that we can enjoy yeah. it as a family and do those things. And yeah. I think that they say like a way to help your mental health, like if you have mental health struggles or whatever, is to pick three things every day that you're grateful yeah. for, which is hard sometimes. Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Hot, hot cup of coffee, hot shower. Dinner always is on, would always be in that list. For me. <laughs> yeah, dinner. <laughs> like three restaurants or yeah, yeah. Like even on the hardest days, I think there's moments of light. You just have to catch it. You know, you have to catch and it and be practice. aware. Yeah, and be aware of it. I mean, there's some darkness floating around. Girl, over if we here. asked you last week what your three gratefuls were, you would have thrown the phone. Yeah, that we probably would. Yeah. Moroccan food. But I hear you. Yeah. It would have been around food snacks. Can I? Cheese it's in the purse. Whatever. <laughs> but um, I, I, I mean, it's a hard practice to follow, but I think it, it has value. It really does have value. Even us talking about what we're grateful for, it's like there isn't always like a negative space, even though sometimes it feels like that. Like, feels 
dark and heavy and hard. You can get into that mindset pretty easily. Well, I can. I don't know about other people, but well, I think one uh, thing kind of I mean, you get a lot of stuff rolling together. So it's like that just every day you kind of, you know, yeah. sort of find the the grateful moments tabs is amazing that you can do that. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if I'd do that, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I try with new experiences and and my kids, you know, kids yeah. have this beauty about them that brings you into the moment. And it also makes you feel like even the smallest change is a big change with our kids, especially, you know, like my daughter letting me paint her toenails the other day was spectacular. I mean, that's a regular experience that a mom has with her daughter. Yeah. And it just brings you into like this, this mind space that it's not all what you're making up it to be in your head kind of thing. Same with the dance recitals. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things about having autistic children or disabled children is that like you are so grateful for so much that like you would not be grateful for necessarily in a typical life with typical children. Like just, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be grateful that somebody can get themselves a drink. You're not going to be grateful for all these things that, you know, just seem like mundane things that just, you don't think about when you have typical kids. It's just like, it's just assumed when that assumption is taken away you just experience things in a whole different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, that being said, it's very hard to get stuck on the bumps in the road as well. Or when you're going through a rough patch, it's hard yeah. to, you know, sometimes you get stuck in that mode for a little bit, but then they, you know, do something that like is just so unexpected. And then you're just, I don't know, you just are so grateful for it. And it's just, it's just kind of a funny thing because it's like in a different life, we wouldn't even you're just not even aware of them doing those things it's not even that you're not grateful because you don't know that this is something that's a struggle for people you know there's so Mm -hmm. many things that are a struggle for our children that come easy to other children so you wouldn't know to even realize it celebrate a camel ride with tears in minnesota yes yeah (laughs) and sometimes i'm just grateful that both of my kids may keep kept their clothes on from the door door well, when we leave the house too. in the morning yes and, and too small, we, we made Nothing it to the car small. everybody's strapped in it's like yeah. a miracle yeah <laughs> everybody still has their shoes on wow <laughs> how do we get this far it's great <laughs> kimmy you said it and we've all said it i am incredibly grateful for you ladies yes yeah, cheesy as it sounds you know, the life we all live and the path that we're on is very hard. And to have you ladies, like Kimmy, I think you said, you know, well, we have a thread and we'll pop something in about our kids and everyone just, you know, celebrates it because you all understand that when I tell you Kaya just wiped herself, I mean, we all have a party. So that for me has been life saving mm-hmm. for my mental health, having mm-hmm. you ladies. I love you. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Yeah. So. Same. with my husband like sometimes I'm like did you hear what I said she just did I'm like do you know what that means and like I go through the whole thing he's like yeah yeah, yeah. but like he doesn't seem very excited <laughs> and very, you know but then I tell you guys and it's like oh my god that's oh my amazing. god yeah. And, uh, yeah so I am eternally grateful for you guys especially yeah. after this last however many months it's been too many feels like a lifetime of my move and making it through this gamut but you did it here we are I I know and I can't believe the amount of time that we've known each other that sometimes that like blows my mind and also it seems so short you know it's like crazy it's both I love you guys is what it boils down
<laughs> Before we end, can I just grateful for one more huge effing thing of like the finish of 2022? Grateful yes. away. Big feelings. Big cough. <laughs> Allergy season. Recording in October. Actually, our last year's episode at this time, I had sexy jazz voice and so did Jamie. Oh, so I just want to yeah. congratulate us on our lack of post-nasal drip. that's not exactly what I'm grateful for but listen one of the things that we've come through this year is my my daughter's stay in foster care and really I was pretty vague at the beginning of this episode and saying that I've I'm grateful for being able to receive help and what that really means is that this family did it all from toothpaste to toothpaste and round the clock again they care for her so much. Like we have experienced med changes with them, a move with them, transition from program to program to program to school, back to program to school. Like so many things have happened while we've been in the embrace of the Lindsay family. I think it's cool to mark the end of this year as the beginning of our foster experience as providers, not just parents of a kid who was placed in a voluntary hold. So this year we learned through her experience in foster care with the troop of the Lindsay family. They have absolutely a truckload of people in their family um, that Celie does better with more people around her and surrounding her. And this has shifted the paradigm so deeply from a one and done, we could never handle more to let's think about how we can be more sustainable and stable and what we could do to serve with the skills that we have and also fulfill this calling because long before our one and done phase and our meeting Celie and entering this world, we had a whole different view of what we would become. And it's cool to be seven, nearly eight years into her life and returning to that. Like in terms of our life, like I just feel such tide changing. It's kind of come full circle. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> it's Amazing. Something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm grateful. I wouldn't be able to be in this place without my relationship with you guys and being okay during the hard parts of Celie being gone. And I just think like Tap said, it's like having friends on your deck to be in the embrace of people that get it, that care about her, that care about Billy, that care about me and care about any combination of that trifecta, the same amount. It's just magic. We love you. Well, ladies, I think that'll wrap up our grateful episode. It's been lovely chatting with you. Again, I'm grateful for this, this platform to be able to reach people, to do it with you women. I love you all. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, people. Happy Thanksgiving, America. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Join us next week. And also like comment about what pie for Jamie, what dressing or side dishes you love, if it's dressing or stuffing. I mean, just let us know the details of your Thursday upcoming. We love talking food, people. (laughs) We'll be even more grateful for you. (laughs) Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode of the Table for Five No Reservations podcast. We have new episodes every Monday. If you'd like to become a supporter of our podcast, please check out the link at the bottom of this episode's description. Please make sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more content. We also now have a newsletter. Check the description for where to sign up. Thank you for sitting with us at the table. See you next Monday.